0: Uh, okay, so let's think up. One, two, three, clap. Yeah.
1: Why was I the only one who did it? Well, I, I go on four, so it's one, two, three, clap.
0: Yeah, so exactly.
1: you go. It was about on eight. Really. <laughs>
0: Welcome to episode 23 of The God Learners, a podcast about gaming and reading in the mythical world of Gloretha. I'm Ludovic aka Lord Abdul.
2: I am Jörg and our guest today is Bart from Bart's RPG Review. Hello Bart.
1: Evening. Oh, morning
0: to you, Ludo. <laughs> Uh It's 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 about noon actually, so yeah, I'm not sure what you morning. say when it's about noon. Morning.
1: <laughs> no, I wasn't far <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you bear in mind, it's 20 past 8 in the evening here, so... yeah. So,
0: but most people know your hands and your voice. Mm-hmm. So today we only get your voice, but uh, who are you and what do you do and what are you doing on the Glorant Podcast?
1: Um, I have a YouTube channel uh, where I do book reviews, but I also do things like explain how certain aspects of games work. Um, I also do a podcast with a with a friend of mine about spooky gaming and um, horror gaming uh, and I'm a um, an author of Call of Cthulhu books, and um, yeah, that's where people kind of know me from. I, I've reviewed a lot of RuneQuest stuff on my on my channel. Probably, I mean, I'm gonna go out on the limb here and say probably more than most. And today, I'm here to talk about um, Arcat.
0: Yep, we'll be uh, talking about Arcat in a second. Um... We'll have links in the show notes for all the stuff you uh, mentioned and your YouTube playlist. Uh, by the way, I just want to mention you've got two RuneQuest playlists on your channel, so that's fun. Not sure oh, which there. one to pick.
1: There's, there's a secret one.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Channel
1: supporters. Uh,
0: but yeah, and we've we've already, like in the newsletter, we've already linked to your um, Bud explains RuneQuest uh, videos. Mm. They're like nice. Uh, you know under 10 minute primers about an aspect of Glorantha and Mm -hmm. uh, those are useful to just like you know get the gist of something yeah the
1: the idea of those is for beginners really to it because because i mean a lot of i think most would agree uh delving into the lore of Glorantha can be hard work
0: yes and it's just
1: it's to (laughs) get it's to give the most popular things a kind of cliff notes version of how it works or explain something that isn't really well explained in the books
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, so I hope you'll continue doing those uh, because they're pretty cool. And but yeah, like you said, today, we are here to talk about our cat, which is mentioned here and there in the, you know, in the rule book and in some of the adventure books. But when you start digging into it, there's a ton of material about that guy. And so we're here to try to figure it out and maybe um, help people or. Show people who this guy is and why he's mm-hmm. cool let's start with the usual question when it comes to this kind of stuff which is what would some average RuneQuest Lorenta character know about our cat
1: well uh, the thing is about our cat a lot of what he did is 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 kind of hidden by his mm-hmm. cult he's probably most renowned for being the, the person that mastered hero questing and also the slayer of a god he, he slew a god in the mortal realms uh, believing the god to be a, a great deceiver as to whether the god was a great deceiver who knows
0: <laughs> yeah we'll go into that but uh, but yeah he's known for the um, what's called the Gbagi wars uh and yeah. just to just to sort of give some context this all happened about like 1200 years ago when you are playing like in the normal RuneQuest timeline. So it would be like some sort of uh, yeah. messed up Arthurian hero if you were to compare to like how we, like based on, on how long it is um, for us.
2: Or yeah, well, Charlemagne.
0: Yeah uh charlemagne is evil like i remember like back in back in france when we were kids when we learned that charlemagne invented basically the school system it's like oh this guy is evil (laughs) yeah well
2: i i remember him best for his genocide
0: uh what genocide well of the saxons oh right
2: and that's why the european union uh, has a peace prize named after him
0: oh no never heard about that actually
1: because he committed genocide (laughs) Was <laughs> why would you give a peace prize to somebody who maybe,
2: maybe not not, uh, not a causality but they somehow overlooked that fact
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway so um, people might also know that uh, the, the Baggi Wars ended with the destruction and blighting of uh, the land of Dorastor which is the mm-hmm. sort of chaos wonderland
1: well it, it wasn't then or, but, it, yeah. but it ended up
0: but it ended up being. But yeah, um, it, it's been that ever since. I mean, yeah.
1: He performed yeah. the rite of cleansing, didn't he? Which uh, yeah. which poisoned the land and left it a wasteland.
2: I mean, uh, to be fair, uh, the the chaos wasn't invited in, in by him. Well, no. <laughs> Was sent out against him, but we we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And last thing, some people might know the Arcat star. Like some Lankar my sages might might be able to point out and say, like, "Oh, there's a star and that's Arcat because he was apotheosized, apotheosized,
1: yes. apothea, uh, yeah, apotheosis, yeah."
0: Yes, at the end of his life, so he kind of became a god or whatever. Yeah,
1: he got the star, but I think the
2: star vanished since because the god has hid the way.
0: Oh, it's not visible
2: anymore. It's
0: secret. Oh, okay. There's a secret star in the sky. That's fun. Well,
1: that kind of fits, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. The other thing about our is he's he's a troll god as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He's um. Well, we're we're gonna go into what his life was, but yeah, it's you should basically get a sense that uh, he was several things to several people, but he was some sort mm-hmm. of either a hero or anti-hero or evil war general or whatever but yeah he he killed a whole bunch of people and did a whole bunch of very awesome things he did but yeah like we said it's it happened a long time ago so probably most RQG characters would just have like a a basic knowledge just yeah like the same way we might know about uh, charlemagne yes So should we go over a short biography uh, of his um, highlight achievements?
1: Um. Well, it's known that he was born in, in the, the forest of Brithos. Interestingly, during the sunspot, uh, the sunstop.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can you say what, what Brithos is and what the sunspot is? Uh, sun, sunstop. <laughs> sunstop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the sun stop was what happened when they created Asintalca, uh, the 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 new god, and the sun stopped in the sky, and he was born during it. Uh, Brithos is an island that was lost during the closing, and Arkat was was born at that moment, which 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 I think, as I was explaining, it ties in with the idea that that it, that the universe creates an opposite. An opposite to a reaction, because the idea that uh, he was born on the day of the sunspot during the sunspot keep on saying sunspot. It's sunstop. It? <laughs>
0: yeah, that's it. <laughs> was I born ruined during it. During
1: the sunstop, yeah. because it was the creation of a god outside of the Great Compromise, and it was yeah. it was the universe creating something that would oppose it. The same way we have our graph opposing the Red Goddess.
0: Right, yeah, because that that yeah the the this whole business about the creation of a of a god was like the early unified com- councils of the people on Glorentha, because th- this all happens like near the end of the Dawn Age, so you know mm-hmm. year three hundred something, four hundred something, yeah, uh, and they figured like, hey, let's create a god because we remember a couple centuries ago living in the god's age and, and that was fun. So let's make a god. But of course, bad things uh, are going More to complicated happen. Than that, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, he's born on that island that since has gone from Clarenta. Um What is he doing?
1: He was fostered by the Aldri army and supposedly illuminated by them at a young age, which, in, which is another, another one of the great ironies about Arcat Illumination, which we'll get to in a bit, well, probably, <laughs> probably very late on. And then about 25 years later, he was part of the, I've, I've made some notes here I'm referring to, <laughs> uh, around 400 ST, he was part of the 4th Brithas Army of Law and fought in a number of battles over a number of years. And then eventually he became known as um, the son of Humakt, and, and he was a Humacti, and he was actually known as Arkat Humakt's son. Again, he was continued basically trying to liberate part of the world, and then he, he became aware eventually of of Nisalor, and aware aware of uh, the riddles of Nisalor, supposedly spreading the word of law by causing damage and then repairing it. Like, for example, po- poisoning a people and then suddenly tearing up with the cure and trying to get people to worship law And he saw that as law had a duality, which was that he wasn't really a benevolent god that illuminated people and taught them a different way of thinking. He was actually a chaos god called Gabaji. And then he made, he made that his life quest then to... To slay Gabaji and free the yeah. world from from the from the, the, the great deceiver. Eventually, he managed to to invade where Naelor lived. Dorastor in, in Dorastor, and he slew Naelor atop the, the Tower of Dreams. Is it
2: the Tower of Dreams in the City of Miracles?
1: Yeah, the Tower of Dreams in the City of Miracles. And he, he supposedly dismembered uh, Nisalo and had his parts scattered around Garantha yeah. and buried them. However, obviously, the, the power to be able to defeat a god doesn't come easily, and so he he basically looked into the idea of hero questing and hero quested into legend, and at various points, and brought he brought the the unbreakable sword with him death to to enable him to to slay a god supposedly when he was on his, on his one of his hero quests he met himself as a troll and wounded himself oh, and it was a wound that he carried his entire life that caused him discomfort um also Arcas is known to have mapped out the the the, the god's uh, realm to, to enable easy passage for him, which was, explains why he ended up so ridiculously powerful. Before he de, he, before he, de, he, destroyed Nice Law, he actually underwent the rites and became one of the others.
0: Yeah, he became, a, he became a troll.
1: He became a troll. Yeah, and there's, there's, there's specific pieces of art done by various artists which, which depict him as a troll, mm-hmm. an, an armoured troll fighting Nice Law. And then. He found, once he'd just he killed Nyslor and, and, and the Battle of the Tower of Dreams, he, he created the Autark and uh, ruled Valios,
0: which is a, a land towards the west of, of Genratella. Yeah,
1: yes, yeah. and the capital is Archome. And they eventually essentially did the Thanos and retired <laughs> with <laughs> yes. his, his work done. And... People will, and, you know, the destruction of Nislo ended the third age. I'm going to say, it's off the top of my head,
2: the dawn age.
1: The dawn age, and then began the next age. So, so he was essentially his actions were responsible for ending one of the ages of Garantha.
0: Yeah, uh, big guy. Um, so, yeah, you mentioned Thanos. Like, if I've had <laughs> that in my notes, actually, um, that he's often seen as. Like a mix between Thanos and yeah, and uh, like uh, Colonel Kurtz from Apocalypse Now a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his like, you know, going into deep into darkness and becoming half crazy. Mm-hmm. So I want to focus on a few different things. So the hero questing bit is we'll get to that. But just to mm-hmm. figure out how we got to that, I want to talk about our cat as the ultimate min maxer. Because... So we, we mentioned that this God was created, you know, in in the sunstop, and this this became basically Nysolore, who had like this big empire of light, who was mm-hmm. saying that, um, who was trying to act like, oh, you know, come to us, it's all harmony and and light, <laughs> and, and it's 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 awesome. But yeah, our cat figured that. Uh, oh, actually, they were causing the problems that they were. Um, Solving and so they were like deceiving people, and so he said like, you know, I'm gonna vow to um, to destroy Nisalor's empire, and to do that, he basically initiated into many many things because he started as a um, Malcione on on like on Britos where he was mm-hmm. like basically of the warrior caste, then he moved on to the restoli manoval where he. Basically, he managed to master all of the Malconic casts and all the power, including sorcery and all that stuff. Then he said, okay, I've got that. I'm going to go and become an lengthy. He initiated into length Then he said, I'm going to be a Humakti because I've got the, the God Cleaver sword death thingy that I need to unlock the power. So he became a Humakti. Then he said, I want chaos power, so I want to become like a troll and get the Zorak Zoran thing. So he basically... Multi-classed like crazy, oh yeah, yeah, and 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 so like yeah, to me, to me, he's the ultimate minmaxer. Not quite. He was uh,
2: uh, performing something like uh, serial monogamy. <laughs> Whatever cult he joined, he joined with all of his being. Yeah, but he kept all the powers.
1: But yeah, but there's a reason for that. Yeah, the <laughs> reason is he was illuminated. Yes, because because illuminated people who were illuminated are immune to the spirit of reprisal.
2: That's not necessarily the benefit. The benefit seems to be that people who are illuminated can split their personality accordingly.
1: Well, that's one, one, one aspect of it as well, though, isn't it? But yeah. the other aspect is every cult sends the spirit of reprisal against transgressors. Yeah. And it couldn't affect him because he was illuminated. Yeah. So he literally rode roughshod over multiple cults, picking <laughs> up all the best things about them. And his ultimate aim being. To have as much power as he could to destroy an isolator. yeah, and and he was right because he did it. (laughs) Yes, did he? (laughs) The the thing is, right? Okay, this is this is where I think the Yoglaranthamay very falls down slightly. I'll explain why. Right? It's fine when you're talking about God's age things, as far as I'm concerned, because it's all from different aspects. But when when but when something is in the historical record. Like, people know our cat existed. Yes, what happened on the, t- on the top of the Tower of Dreams, no one really knows, no one was there. But everything else is part of the historical record. There are records of our of cat becoming a troll. You know, the the, the whole thing was, was notate, no, notated by, notated, no, was, was noted down. Written,
0: written down. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> the whole thing was, 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 was written down by a troll who witnessed the event. So... I know you've got historical bias and things like that, but God's age, yeah, I can go, yeah, your grandfather may vary. You may see it from different perspectives. I mean, how many different versions of the Lightbringer quest are there?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You know, it's some of the markets in them. But when it's viewing things from a historical record, that's really all you've got to go off, yeah. is what yes. people have written down from the time.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the thing about the Gubaji Wars is that it was a clash of realities. Explain. Um, for one thing, it's my, uh, it's my personal pet theory. But uh, whenever Arkad looked in the direction of Naisalor, he saw Gubaji. Whenever ever Naisalor looked in the direction of Arkad,
0: he saw Gubaji. And and to explain to people, like Gubaji is basically a term to mean like the deceiver. So the deceiver,
2: um... uh, the deceiver, the chaos god. Yes. Yeah. And uh, what Naisalor did, he created a new magical reality in which everything was bright and shiny and harmonious. Uh, am- and Arkad was born on the other side of this effect.
0: Okay, And
2: he brought he brought his anti law effect with him. And so the reality is clashed whenever the forces of law and of Arkad met. And well, this a,
1: it's, a bit,
2: it's a bit similar to the glow line, because the glow line is a bit of a copy of this uh, bright empire, I think.
1: I think I need, I need to expand on that slightly more. The glow line <laughs> is something everyone can literally see.
0: Yes. Um, yeah. Well, uh, it's, it's possible that everybody could see also the, the bright line of the Niselor Empire. Uh, yeah. But, that, I mean, that doesn't mean anything in terms of, you know, who was right or who was wrong and who was evil and who was good. I mean, they each saw themselves as the hero of their own story and the other one as the as the enemy. And so they just... You know, I,
2: I just, I just love the illustration in the guide, which shows both Arkad and Nysalor. One in white skin with golden halo, the other in black skin, and both have identical faces.
1: Mm. <laughs> Are they identical? Yes. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get it down off the shelf to chat, <laughs> but, I, but, I understand what you're saying.
0: <laughs> I get the paper <laughs> uh, Anyway, to get back to uh, what Bud was saying about the hero questing. All this multi-classing that he did, like, uh, well, or serial classing, I guess, let him basically experience a lot of cults, one after the other. And he realized that a lot of the sort of safe hero questing, which was what people knew at the time, which was just like reenacting existing stories, he noticed that there were like a lot of commonality. And so he was the first one to start going off script basically and start to explore really the, the the hero plane because because he was able to see that, oh, actually, you know those are not separate silos. they're all part of one big thing that is basically on map. So yeah, uh, so yeah, he's he innovated greatly the hero questing art. Yeah.
2: Um, Hero Quest is a bit of a, a roadmap, uh, a, a medieval roadmap, which only shows the road and things to left, uh, the left and right. And you come to spots and you move on until you get to your uh, target. And Arkad recognized that uh, some of the roads he walked visited the same places
0: where the same thing happened. Or slightly different, but yeah, similar yeah, things. Um, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, but he uh, he experienced both of these uh, in his pursuing of the cars, and so he knew uh, where the two ways crossed and uh, where he could go from there.
0: Yeah, he he became the first. Um, uh, he did the first hex crawl across the yep. the, the hero plane. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it it's funny because you said he went off script. I I kind of view it a slightly different way. I view it as he got to go backstage. And see how it all how it all worked.
0: <laughs> yeah, that works too. Yes. And um it's interesting to me because I got a you know a, a glimpse of the ever-upcoming hero questing rules for RuneQuest uh when I was part of a playtest.
1: I don't believe they exist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they don't no, they don't. I, I, I imagine it. No, but uh, um so the those rules have like techniques a bit similar to the sorcery techniques in, in RQG. And so, those techniques, including stuff like uh, ranging, and uh, I don't remember what it was like, they had basically terms, but they were basically terms to indeed like go backstage, go off path, et cetera, et cetera. And so, yeah. those were literally the 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 techniques that Arcat innovated and that later the God learners put like names on them. Should we actually talk a bit about the relationship between he hero questing and god learners hero questing
1: Sure I mean a lot of what the god learners did was based on our cat's work anyway wasn't it
0: Yes but there's a I mean I when I was looking at the guide uh, earlier today I found some some cool stuff um so our cat did all of that but he had uh what was it like he, he had some very specific philosophy about uh hero questing like uh, don't quest without respect and humility Yes, mm-hmm. right. Uh, and so apparently he set up a hero questing police that was like basically uh, the traveling across the hero plane and slapping around any uh, hero questers who were doing. Uh, no, not exactly yeah. traveling. Whenever you, uh... they were more
1: like guardians, weren't they?
0: Or go- yeah. yeah, guardian. And guardians, um, yeah. but then the, when the god learners started, they wanted to hero quest like mm-hmm. you know mad scientists and do whatever they wanted, and so they. You know, destroyed all of the remaining Arcady people like that, and and then they wanted to do hero questing without any ethics, basically. Yeah,
1: they didn't want the rules to apply to them, did they?
0: Yeah, but I like the idea of like hero questing police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that sounds like a fun. Uh, you know, if you want to play a uh, you know first age or early second age game, you know, as as uh, hero questing a policeman, that sounds like a fun camp, like short campaign yeah, framework. Fun.
2: It's a bit like the time
0: police. Yeah, exactly.
1: Mm, yeah. It's just to make sure you don't, <laughs> don't mess with reality too much. But that's the problem, isn't it? The Godlanders yeah. essentially wiped them out and played around with, with the gods yeah. age.
2: Although with, 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 if, <laughs> if you enter the hero plane nowadays, you will still find the black guardians uh, at all uh, major crossings. So somehow uh, the god failed fail to eradicate them all.
0: Yes. Yeah, there probably still are a few around because again it's it sounds fun, so you need a, a reason to put them in your modern games in like sixteen twenty-five or whatever it is. So
1: the the problem I have with the godliners is there's not much written about them. <laughs> I think the thing ironically, there's not much written about them because I, I wanted to do a video on the Godliners and there's hardly anything
0: about what yeah, they did. It's
2: hard it's hard to do that, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, what else do we have on what our cat did um, during his life?
2: Well, he went to hell.
0: Oh, right. Yes, he did. Yeah, <laughs> and against his will, I have to say. <laughs> well, that's yeah. I mean, most of the time you go to hell against your will. I mean, not many people but, go uh, there.
2: Well, the Nightbringers go out of their own uh, vol- evolution. True, yeah, that they did. But so, how, but how I, did how did he go to hell? I don't know exactly how. It happened in Raleas.
1: He was slain, wasn't he? He, he was, was slain
2: by Palangio the Iron Rock. Uh, That's Zander it, yeah, and sent statement. to hell, yeah. And he was sent to a very special hell, which is a tradition for the big bad uh, anti-illumination
1: mm-hmm.
0: guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the the, the priests of Nysalore uh, kept him in a in a special hell where supposedly... Nobody could get to him, but uh, uh, an all-lengthy hero managed to get him back, and so yeah. he had he had basically two lives. But do you know, do you know how he died? How did he die?
1: Oh, cat! He was dismembered, which is what he did to Nicelo.
0: <laughs> isn't that petty? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's 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 the, it's the ultimate revenge, really, isn't it? You, you know, this was done to me. I'm going to do it to you. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, uh, let let me put it this way: UMath was
0: dismembered and
2: it hasn't been seen since. And that was before the invention of death.
0: Right. Lots of people been getting dismembered in Glorantha.
1: Lots of people have their left legs cut off in Glorantha, To be fair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. What else do we have that's fun uh, about our cat? Yeah, he he retired, so he had basically fifty years of. Fighting before nice. retirement. Yeah, he had 50 years of, of fighting nice lore and then 50 years of retirement. Okay. During which, like as Bud said, he sets up the autarchy, autar- autarchy, mm-hmm. like whatever that's called. Autar- autarchy. autarchy. Uh and he basically, you know, gives out his teaching about hero questing and about like ruling Ralios and all that. What happens to this autarchy and to his teachings?
1: Um, it, it fell, didn't it? It was this was it destroyed by the Learners? For a
2: while, the uh, the Dark Empire, as it was called, as well. Let's, yes. let's use that term. Yeah. <laughs> For a while, it was the premier uh, Marcheoni realm and Genna and also Olanthi, uh, so it was uh, the big the big empire. It covered all of what is currently called uh, Sefnella, uh, because Arkholm is, is in Rindland. Okay, and he, he dominated the entire ta- entire Tannisau Valley. So Sashnela, as we are talking about in this context, is uh, uh, away to the castle coast all the drowned pits. Yeah, and it it uh, Otaki translates uh, roughly as self rule.
1: Which makes sense, yeah.
2: That's what he allowed uh, all the local uh, potentates to do. Basically, his disciples who kept oversight over some uh, places in his realm.
0: He he didn't want to rule himself, so he was like, "Okay, yeah. you guys go, you guys go figure it out. Just don't yeah. don't, don't mess it up."
2: Yeah, and the, uh, so uh, these guys uh, were the archons who ruled uh, locally. Uh, the term still is used in South Elster. Uh, so, uh, city state often is also called an archonate.
0: Fancy term. So if we if we fast forward to you know nowadays like like nowadays as in um present time for the RuneQuest Glorantha timeline, what kind of uh legacy can we still find uh about you know all the stuff that Arcad did?
1: Well, there's one less God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what
0: I think. Well, only like you said, the Red Goddess re pieced it together, and <laughs> um, and so Nisalor is still sort of there in the Lunar Empire. Yeah.
1: It's it's like having a jigsaw with five too, four too many parts.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Which where does this go? Um, yeah,
2: uh, Gbagi was dismembered as well at the same time, and uh, it's said that uh, Nisalor consisted of uh, forty nine ty- parts. Which the lunas apparently collected, but uh, when they collected the paths, they ended up with, fift- with more than fifty, and they made sure that they didn't use any portions of Gabaji uh, when reassembling the deity
1: so they could they could differentiate between Gabaji and or no, they were two people or two
2: well, uh, well they know about chaos, they know about chaos, so uh,
0: I guess they could they say so
1: well, yeah. <laughs>
0: If if the <laughs> Lunar propaganda apparatus says so, then it's probably true, right? But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, what else can we, um, what else is there that the, you know, RQG players can find or hear about that traces back to our cat? Um, yeah, there's
2: the, the followers of, followers of Black Arcat who do things, do things to hero questers. Mm-hmm or to people they uh, suspect of god learnerism.
1: Is that a thing, god learnerism.
2: Yeah, these guys can <laughs> pop up and uh,
0: jinx your uh, hero quests, or even your preparations for those. So um, so this it, is like the, the remnants of that hero questing police thing?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're still, uh, still on and about of that. Yeah. Uh, there's one place we know where they worship Arkad, uh, in, in the uh, nearer environment, that's...
0: Um, Last Fortress and that's in uh, Esrolia I that's think. In
2: Esrolia at yeah. the end of the building
0: war. Right and uh, there is even like info and stats about them in uh, I think the Smoking Ruin the smoking and other stories. The uh, Smoking Ruin the
2: section of Tower
0: yes. Yeah so so people who want some stats and uh, you know game mechanics for the Black Arcat uh, House of the Black Arcat uh, they can they can look at that and see how that can Come into their game. Um, yeah, but what do you have?
1: Um, it, it's just a few more, I suppose, interesting points about our cat. Is
0: mm-hmm.
1: people, uh, uh, well, I say people, I don't mean to say that. And what I mean is uh, an interesting point about him is he was in his 70s when he became a troll. Is that because he felt his human body failing or did he feel it was necessary? Because obviously, trolls live longer than humans. Mm-hmm. Well, he
2: was a Breathini. Brithini lived
1: longer than you did. Yeah, I know, but also he'd been at war his entire life and also had a wound that he'd been carrying from a hero quest. Yeah, well, Yes. So, yeah, it, I think it's interesting to point out the fact that he was he was essentially by kind of normal standards an old man when he, when he became, but he still hadn't done what he intended to do. Yeah. I mean, I know you could argue by Brithini standards he wasn't.
2: By Brithini standards he was just about uh, initiation age, really.
1: Well... <laughs> Yeah, but that, that's if you don't go to war constantly, though, isn't it?
2: Yes. Which is what he
1: did throughout his life. And also, the thing that I i, I always bring up about about the fact that our cat was illuminated is it's the irony of him being illuminated. Yes. Because being illuminated, he knew better. He, he Well, he knew, air quotes, better. What do you mean? Because it, when you're illuminated, you understand that chaos is not necessarily always bad. Uh-huh. Yes. Which is why some people say
2: he became a chaos monster in the end to overcome nice law
1: Citation needed. <laughs>
2: um uh,
1: no witnesses, no witnesses survived. Exactly. <laughs> the only witness was our cat. But there was there's even the argument that he never became a troll. But then uh, that's where I pointed out the argument earlier is it's part of historical record, people witnessed it happen. Mm-hmm. Yes, and while you could go on the basis of an unreliable witness, you've been, there's no reason to at this point, is there? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. he became trollish. Although apparently, when he returned from the Tower of Dreams, he was no longer a troll.
2: Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. which to me sounds a bit like he became a Kitori. A what a Kitori? Those are the people in the image of the only old one. They are shapeshifters who can uh, uh, turn into uh, their birth form. They can turn into trolls. If they bo- were born as trolls, they can turn into humans. And
0: they can turn into the um, Hori, darkness spirits. Okay. Well, I mean, he um, cat did a live with the only old one in the Shadowlands yes. for a bit, so he might have picked up a trick or two there. Um, um, also ultimate multiclassing. Exactly. <laughs> and, like I said... <laughs>
2: <laughs> and afterwards,
1: uh, afterwards, the Kitori were were always called Akanti. Yeah, yeah,
0: okay. but the old man said they they are superstitious bunch. They don't know what they're saying. Yes, a bunch of hillbillies.
1: <laughs> that is not fair. That is not fair on the old
0: <laughs> But <laughs> the uh, hillbillies,
1: uh... <laughs> <laughs> they don't marry their own cousins.
0: Most of them are though. Like the Saltarites are 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 a bit more civilized because of of uh, Saltar and you know building cities and trade networks. But a lot of the other Orlantis elsewhere, they're a lot more hillbillies actually. Um, yeah. Well, uh, get uh, anyway. so we all,
2: uh, get two Orlandi together and you have an argument.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that's what you call, you know, how you call like a murder of crows. You call that an argument of foralenti to describe a group of foralenti. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, the the elimination bit is interesting indeed. Um, if you see it that way, I mean, Nysolor was illuminated himself too. The way I see it, like I get more vibes of anarchy versus order, yeah. than of non-chaos versus chaos. So I get the feeling that they were, you know, both illuminated, but they had both completely opposite opinions, like political opinions about how what to do with the world of, of Genertella. And, and one was like, let's make everything yellow and bright, and you know, grid cities and laws and everything ordered. And Arcat was like, No, let everybody rule themselves, like anarchy for the masses. And, and so he was the ultimate punk. <laughs>
1: Well that's the argument against illumination isn't it, when I did the video on it I did a lot of research into illumination mm-hmm. and it's the idea that the difference between draconic illumination and what's known as classical Nysilor illumination is, which is something that the the, the red goddess is guilty of, I mean that he was guilty is not guilty but that's what she adheres to it's Nysilorian illumination to a large degree because she was illuminated by the spirit of Nysilor is that when dragons become illuminated, they leave Garantha. but but when you have the likes of the Red Goddess or Nysilor, they used their power to grow more power, they stayed and tried to build it up, and the universe created an opposite reaction, and the argument is that Nysilor was the, Nysilor was the action, Arcat was the reaction of the universe.
2: And Nasrallah uh, said a nice, uh, said a good thing when uh, he learned about the spreading of the disease in Sareyna. And he simply commented, "At the edge of light, there's always darkness."
1: Isn't that the equivalent to saying thoughts and prayers?
0: <laughs> a bit, yes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think the dragons had the right idea. You know, it's like can't deal with this bullshit. I'm I'm going home.
2: The only the only dragon I know that left is uh, weirdly enough the human who became a dragon, Obduron the Flyer.
0: Who's that? I, did, I,
2: I didn't know there was a human that became a dragon. Um, that's the first priest of Orland who also was a dragon friend, or the first dragon friend who also was a priest of Orland. Uh, be, uh, he, basically, his teachings uh, were behind the founding of the EWF. Okay. And um, he meditated onward, became a true dragon, rose into the sky, and mere hours later, he ascended into um, the ultimate.
1: to the void, essentially, didn't he?
2: No, the other end. Uh, But, uh,
0: yes, uh, most other dragons are still around. Well, they'll leave eventually. But anyway, we're getting off-topic. Yeah, this is grossly
1: <laughs> off topic. It's my <laughs> fault. <false. laughs> no
0: worries. Okay, so, yeah, should we get back to what kind of other things related to RCAT people can put in their game?
1: Yeah, I've, I've, I've always had the idea that, that Chaosium could do a fantastic RCAT campaign. Based on the, the idea of the Lunars basically putting Nisalo back together and Nisalo being reborn, and our cat has been rumored to return for a long time. Yeah, and then and then having our cat return
0: mm-hmm. and have yeah. the
1: second Gabaji Wars, which I think would make a fantastic campaign.
2: I've played games like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for one thing, we did a follow up for uh, the Tears of Reaching Moon. Uh, how the West was won, uh, freeform game, which was called Rise of Relias.
0: And that had the theme that the five Arcats would return. And the five, the, yeah, because the, the five Arcats are like five different aspects of Arcat coming back from the God plane or something. And so we've got like a troll Arcat and a yeah. hero Arcat and a, and a whatnot.
1: Arcat the Destroyer.
0: Yeah. Arcat the Yeah. And there's a chaos
1: monster, too. Says you. Says you. (laughs)
2: Um, Actually, actually, uh, the sources say so. (laughs) Or the prophecies say so.
1: Prophecies could be interpreted a number of ways, though, can't they? You can't always rely on prophecies.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like you said, when you're eliminated, you know, chaos is not necessarily (laughs) bad. So a a chaotic, arcat monster (laughs) thing, you know, that can be useful to, especially if you want to fight the Crimson Bat. Yeah, so another thing about him, I supposedly
1: I've I've again a citation needed, but I have read a line, um Arcat defeated the Crimson Bat at some point.
2: Yeah, um I think it was called the Purple Bat uh, uh, before. It was a death demon out of Rindidi, And Arcat flayed it. Which is how it became
1: Crimson. See, Arcat was a badass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he really yes. was. <laughs> in in, in Garanton history, is there any other hero that has accomplished what he accomplished? Uh, f- Not necessarily just defeating a God, but to, to accomplish. Shengselerius, possibly. Yeah, but Shengselerius ended up being k- killed, didn't he? And his and his star snuffed out. It was would it I, I, Yeah, but it, was <laughs> hidden. it wasn't. It wasn't just taken from the sky, was it? Shengselerius' star is no longer there.
0: No, yeah. no, wait, wait. Shengselerius <laughs> did some super badass stuff. He went to the fucking red moon and left a scar yeah. there. That's badass. <laughs> that's
1: yeah, that's fair enough. That is true. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so he now he now resides in a lunar hell, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah but so- like,
0: uh, yeah, Arcat um, also resided in a uh, um, what Nizalora was it? Nice the hell, right?
1: So we're just Arcat escaped. There's a difference.
0: Yeah, but well, he needed a
2: Lightbringer's quest. <laughs> we're,
0: we're, just, we're just waiting for some RQG character to do a, to do a, a hero quest that will liberate Shengcellaris. It's it's gonna happen anytime soon.
1: Still waiting, yeah. When the Hero <laughs> Quest rules come out, we're going to get it out of here. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, when when you look at the meta plot, I think Argrath liberates Shank doesn't he? Yeah, Argrath the
2: liberator. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so the same way uh, Harmast, which was an lengthy hero, liberated Arcat from Nisselaer and Hell, then Argrath which is also an all-lengthy hero, will liberate Shang from the lunar hell. So it's sort of like, you know, history repeats itself, sort of.
1: Well, that, that happens a lot on Glorantha, doesn't
0: it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Either because it brings some sort of cosmic significance or because the designers run out of ideas. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think um, when you look at Glorantha and history, I think cat. Was more or less the first story that Greg wrote, wasn't it?
2: No, uh, the first story I think was Snowdar and the uh, pen.
0: Oh, okay. I, I think Arcat is not too far behind, although I think he was called Argat uh, originally. And yes. then, yeah. <laughs> Sounds awfully similar to our grass, doesn't it? Exactly. Well, I, I think that's the thing. He was called Argat. And then I think. Uh, uh, Greg renamed it Arcat and then did graph as like as a very obvious way to show that oh yeah it's, it's sort not, of the same thing it's obvious, kind of obvious thing, to though.
2: himself but uh, the thing is really uh, there was no Dragon Pass in these early stories and then Greg decided to uh, go and publish his world not as a book but as a series of games and he took his main character Arcat and put him into this board game by a slightly different name. And that's how we got Argrath yeah. Dragonspear.
0: <laughs> yeah, so a few more things that you can, um, where you can use RCAT to put in your games that I have written down, you know, stop me if you find something interesting. Uh, the first one is that, um, well, first there might be some, still some bits of Nisilor lying around, you know, it's a good MacGuffin or a good thing. Um, and our cat even took Nisilor's own monsters to put as guardians of those bits. So if you find like, you know, a finger of Nisilor, it would be defended by some Nisilorian chaos monsters.
1: Yeah, but, but that implies that Nisilor has something to do with chaos and he says he wasn't.
0: Exactly,
2: so... Well, it could be a piece of gabaji. who knows?
1: So, I mean, some say some say it was Gabagi who walked away that day from the Tower of Dreams.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the crazy conspiracy theories soon. Other <laughs> uh, <laughs> stuff that I have to put in games is that if you ever, you know, travel to South Elster yes. um, around the radios, or if you have people from South Ulster coming to... Investigate things and look for MacGuffins in Dragon Pass. Um, so all of the people who learned all the all of the hero questing secrets of of Arcat, so they were mostly like killed and dispersed by the God Learners, but they survive to this day as like these small pockets of intrigue and uh, you know secret societies, pretty much. With each each one or two. Closely held secret from Arcat, so they each have like you know, a powerful one or two powerful secrets from Arcat's awesome powers, and so um, yeah, there there's probably like some sort of spy game shenanigans that you can do, uh, either in the city states of South Elster, where you have got all those those different uh, sects fighting each other and all saying like, oh, you know, we we can. We have the true uh, the, the the true truth of Arcat, or just like having some NPCs come to Dragon Pass and look for some sort of MacGuffin, like a long lost artifact of Arcat. So that's that's to me that's the easy way to bring some Arcatty goodness and artifacts and powers that maybe the players can get to. Well, uh,
2: playing playing in suffer is the easiest way to get to be an arcati.
0: Yeah, but it requires playing in a completely undocumented part of Loretta, so that, that requires some work, but yes.
2: <laughs> no. It's, uh, well, the guy, the guide is uh, pretty detailed on
0: Safferster.
1: Does anyone know where Arkat's body is He's buried?
0: Uh, I don't know, actually. Do we know?
1: Uh, somewhere near Arkholm, uh,
2: but I don't know whether he left a body or whether he was cremated or whether he ascended bodily.
0: I mean, Sartre didn't leave a body behind either. That'd be an interesting scenario, wouldn't it? Finding the Crypt of Arkat. Maybe he asked his follower to dismember him when he uh, went uh, up in the sky, and that's the extra bits that the Lunars found, actually. They have like a, a Frankenstein thing where they, they mixed yeah. part of Arkat and Nysalore to make a, a, a Voltron-illuminated uh, god.
1: <laughs> that
0: that would be brilliant. I would play that. <laughs> oh, I had a troll barrier with a um, what's
2: it called? A cord, a funerary feast.
0: Oh, is that when they just eat him?
1: <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. So, he, so... Exi- he exists within trolls
0: somewhere <laughs> along the line. Or you have to dig up his pieces in troll poo. I don't know. Uh, that's deeply unpleasant.
1: <laughs>
2: no, well, it's, it's similar to Gannet uh, existing in the hyenas. You have to kill all the trolls and extract the bit of Arkar. Uh,
1: that 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 be. A- that would be a big, big ask.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what else? Oh yes, uh, there's a couple extra things. Uh, no, wait. What what did I want to say? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> uh, oh right, yes. So there is uh, the fact that so Arcat ascended as a god, but the god learners have established like. Locks so that you can't contact Arcat, like you, you can, you can worship him or whatever, but he's not going to answer and give you anything because the God learners, um, and there are still people to the present day of the rune quest timeline that maintain those locks that prevent anybody from contacting Arcat, which is why all those surviving Arcati cults they can yeah. claim that they have any power or whatever, but they can never back that claim because they can never contact Arkad. So,
2: yeah, actually the greatest of the God Learners, the one who fought the others, Halvan, uh, attempted to reassemble Arkad, but
0: he failed.
1: This just gets deeper and deeper. This.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's as as I'm, you know, trying to make my players hero quest more and more, I'm, I'm thinking of starting to, you know, leave some glimpse of Arcat there, and and if they, you know, if they find a um, a flaw in the locks, you know, then there might be either some God Learners or some, well, some remnants of the God Learner tradition, or some Arcati spies that might come knocking. That sounds fun to me. There is supposedly a God Learner still alive. Yeah,
1: Ralzacar has him as a prisoner in Dorosto.
0: Oh, yeah, mm.
1: but it but it's it's a rumor. But he supposedly has a living godly godlana that he tortures daily for what mm. they for what in <laughs> the world.
0: The, the the fun thing is that any time you see something that is a rumor, um you know, it's probably going to be true in your in your Florenta <laughs> because that sounds your fun.
1: May vary.
2: <laughs> I mean, there were people who accused Balint of being a godlana. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, but to an actual one from that period is what we're talking. Yeah, yes. I think
0: I think it's in. um <laughs> Company of the Dragon, I think, when you hero quest, and you can run into a lost god learner who lost himself on the hero plane, and he doesn't know what year it is, and because he's been he's been trapped there for hundreds of years, but of course, like there's literally ages, yeah. but there's no time on the hero plane anyway. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's just lost.
2: There's one uh, one scenario uh, on the Johnson Companion which has sort of an Akati, mm-hmm. uh, which is dual at danger for. Oh, that's it.
1: Is that that's Nick Brooks one isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah that's Nick, Nick Brooks scenario. Yeah. yeah.
2: that the humac guy there, he's uh, uh, he's playing the, the role of a guardian at the threshold.
1: Mm, okay. But, but I mean Humac's not a is not a guardian god, is he? Um, I mean As he such.
0: he defines he defines where the line is between death and not death, no? Yes. Yeah. So it's the it's but, the
1: th- but, but there's no guarantee death lies beyond. Beyond the Guardians, though, is there. It's just there. it Do you remember? I don't know if you've ever read these. Have you ever read the um the Chronicles of Thomas Covenant by Stephen Donaldson? No. It, it's it's so convoluted, I'll just roughly explain it. <laughs> it's, it's a guy on our world who has leprosy, mm-hmm. okay? We can't feel the tip of his fingers on his toes. And um, his wife divorces him, and he has a, a, a wedding ring, which is white gold. And he wears it even though he's divorced, just to remind him. And he's in a car crash and he wakes up in this fantastical world where he's known as the white gold wielder and he has incredible magical powers. And there's an order of monks. I mean, I haven't read it for 30 years and they've got, they've got these, these kind of like um, realms of learning they have to learn, but you can't progress to two and to two unless you've completed one. And at the time of, of, that that he's there they're only on level two and he's been dead hundreds of years and the guy's called the high lord kevin i mean that's possibly the worst name for a high lord ever <laughs> no offense to any kevins out there but you know I expected
0: more it's, it's not a fantasy name no
1: <laughs> no and uh but that's kind of similar to, to the, the rdr catty that are with the guardians on, on the on the um, on the hero realm. Is is their guardians saying points and making sure that people are aware of what they're getting themselves into and are knowledgeable enough to carry on before they'll let them pass. And that's kind of in the, the Thomas Covenant books, which I think were written in the seventies as well. Um, the Thomas Covenant books, but these read these kind of circles of knowledge have guardians that act like that, that will quiz you about the first one before you go to the second. And there's nine of them so yeah that it kind of reminds me the, the guardians are not they're not there to stop you necessarily they're there to they're there to stop you if they don't think you're you're prepared enough or know enough, but obviously then the god learners found a way of just bypassing a lot of it which is which was the crime they committed upon the universe there I suppose isn't it Yeah,
2: uh, one one of the guardians they removed was a raccoon, if I remember correctly
1: the god learners.
2: The god-learners removed the guardian raccoon of Tuzunimi fort, if I get that correct. <laughs> what? The, are you making and things thought, up now? I'm not I'm High Lord. Up. Uh, I thought High Lord, way, Lord. Uh, Kevin was bad. <laughs> that's run <Claremontan> on <laughs> law. And uh, <laughs> uh, because of that, uh, because of the, uh, that, fjord, uh, that fort being unguarded, they brought another raccoon in, Dr. Raccoon. Uh, or Mr. Raccoon, <laughs> um, uh, from Dr. Rock. And <laughs> uh, Dr. Rock was subsequently unguarded and stolen. Where, and this where, is, is, where is this one from? one of the bad things about uh, the God Learners, and I think it's uh, in the description of the God Learners in Cards of Terror. <laughs> was was somebody drunk? I don't
1: know. I've read Cards of Terror, and I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. <laughs> I would have remembered that. I remember Bobo the Jojo. And the clown army, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I don't remember the, the rocket raccoon <laughs> being the guardian. And do you know what though? It's it's all. Garanth full of weird stuff like that, though, isn't it?
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's it gets a bit gonzo, and and yeah, I guess it's 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 where you can pick between a sort of like down to earth fantasy Bronze Age thing versus completely gonzo. Like, you know, flight to the moon yeah. and, and
1: Hungry Jack, the the giant pumpkin head and things like y- that. And yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, But since we're talking nonsense, um, how about we talk a bit about all the crazy conspiracy theories around uh, Arcat and Nysalore and all that? RuneQuest does Delta Green. (laughs) Yeah, who's got the craziest conspiracy theory?
1: I'm not going to speak yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: Well, uh, mine is that Argrath is actually Arkad the Liberator. Okay. Yeah, by, by, uh, by liberating Sheng, he somehow uh, balances the cosmic uh, karma he incurred when he was
0: uh, rescued by Hamas. And so th- does that mean that there's like, you know, four or so other Arcat hero NPCs yeah. showing up in your Glorentha? Yes, at least four. <laughs> mm. Pro-
2: probably more, and some of them will be uh, proven to be false. Okay. Uh, Every one of them is certain that he's the real deal. It sounds like the death of Superman,
1: this.
0: (laughs) 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 Even like five supermen appeared. My crazy theory, but it's maybe more of a Nisalor theory, is that, so like the second council, whatever, like the people who got the cosmic egg and did the sun stop and created Nisalor, they wanted to bring a new god that would bring harmony in the world and everything would be harmonious and, and all right and uh, and all that but everything includes chaos which means that uh Nyslore was going to bring harmony between between like Glorantha and the outside of Glorantha which is where chaos lies and um yeah arcat basically ruined everything like he ruined the chance of Glorantha being at, in like eternal peace or something
1: is it is a question? What runes did Nysilor have?
0: It depends. It depends if you think he's chaotic or not. But uh, oh, okay, should... well let's
1: assume let's let's assume he is
0: definitely definitely light. Well, mm-hmm. I I just got the prosopedia at Chaosium Con, so let I'll me look at you. <laughs> let me let me look up Nysilor. In the Prosopedia, he's got chaos. (laughs) Oh, he's got, like, light, I guess, because it's the fire sky rune, but without the dot in the middle. Mm -hmm. And uh, what is it, like, the W that's mastery? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: What what rune is he missing there that you just mentioned? uh, The horned one.
0: Oh, chaos, no. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. He
1: doesn't have the harmony rune.
0: Oh, so he can't bring harmony?
2: No, um, well, he's he's not uh not having the balance
0: rune either. There is a balance rune. Yeah, also called moon. Oh well, no, moon is like cycling, not balance. It
1: depends if on it was true you balance. He would with. have he would have light and dark, wouldn't he?
0: Uh, maybe I don't know. It, the prosopedia was written by biased people. <laughs> Let's ignore it.
1: <laughs> My conspiracy theory is that. Arcat was defeated on the tower of on the on the the tower of dreams, and Gabaji the Deceiver deceive everyone by appearing as Arcat and walked away. Mm-hmm. And it was Arcat, and it it was Gbagi that then did everything else following that. And that's why when he when he left, he didn't look like a troll.
0: Yeah, but what 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 did he do then? Because then all he did was settle in the farm, tell people, oh, you know, do stuff yourself, which is so that's what they tell you. So what, you know, what, what did he get out of doing that? Because, like, I've, I've heard this theory and I, I can't see if it was really him coming out. He would have done other stuff. Okay. Uh, one thing I have to ask was
2: one of him went to Arkham and settled down. Uh, very powerful heroes can have several manifestations.
1: Nah. I mean, what was Kabaji was the deceiver. What an ultimate deception that would be.
0: Yeah, but that would be like deceiving for the sake of deceiving and not really yes. doing anything with it.
1: Why else would he deceive? <laughs> he, he's, he's, if, he's the, yeah. if he's the great deceiver, he would deceive everyone into believing that he was killed? Yeah, including himself. <laughs> when that's, 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 that's taking it too far. <laughs> Can I say
0: banana at this point? <laughs> so the, I mean, I'm. I think I prefer... The the conspiracy theory that Arcat did win, but Naiselor wanted him to win, because Nisler wanted to be dismembered, spread around, because that had the effective result of spreading around the elimination, which it did, because later the Red Goddess picked it up. And then spread around illumination, like the lunar empire yeah, but... is spreading around illumination. So the yeah, Red but... goddess
1: was not illuminated by the body parts of <laughs> she was illuminated by the spirits of Nisilor on the god plane.
0: In hell. Yes, but that's <laughs> yeah. that, that's what I'm saying. Like Nyselor realized that maybe he couldn't illuminate people and spread his empire, and so he let our cat kill him because he saw that through the red goddess and the lunars or whatever he would achieve that and so he would win in the end basically or maybe it's not that sim- it is similar from draconic
2: uh, illumination and he just uh, accepted utuma
0: or that <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't i don't i don't see nysolarian <laughs> illumination the same way as draconic illumination though because Draconic illumination is like whatever nothing matters Whereas nice solar and illumination is more like if you put your mind to it, you can do whatever.
2: Um I think uh, you need to learn a bit more about draconic uh, illumination. But uh, mostly it's for dragon youths to become dragons.
1: I, I did I read a lot about draconic illumination from the guide in um Is it um, is it, um
0: the source the, book or Company,
1: Company of the Dragon? Oh right, yeah. Uh, uh, Andrew Logan Montgomery's uh, yeah. Draconic Illumination kind of essay, yeah. And it, 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 there's big differences between classic and Illumination and Draconic, because yeah. there's the idea that um, <coughs> dragons or dragonoids are, are, have trouble waking up, not sleeping, because the dragons eventually fall asleep and become dreams and then eventually ascend, but but the dragonoids can't, can't uh, have trouble waking waking up to it.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that opens up the question, which is like, what sort of illumination did Arcat have?
1: That is an interesting question.
2: Well, yeah, and he received it from the Irish Army. What sort of illumination would the Idriami have earned in Gotham?
1: Well, the first, the first illuminated thing, I suppose you could argue, was one of the aspects of the Red Goddess. Rashiran. Um... Rashiran
2: who is basically uh, Nisilor pre-born or Nisilor is the rebirth of Rashuran.
0: which one is that is it the blue moon goddess or something no, uh,
2: well, Rashoran is the is the guy who appeared rather late in the gods uh, gods war okay and taught um Various deities, uh, not to be afraid of chaos. Or... Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, he's the yeah, he's the guy who made uh, Shalana Roy illuminated and stuff like that.
2: Yes, and then mm-hmm. he also taught the Unholy Trio, and they said enough people have learned the secret, and we are going to unleash chaos now.
0: <laughs>
1: as as is the want of chaos. Yeah, yeah so so you could argue that it ultimately it was, I mean, it seems weird to say, but it was ultimately Lunar Illumination, wasn't it? In in one form or another,
2: well, the Lunas inherited Nisalorian, uh illumination. Let's put it this way.
1: But if Rashiran was one of the aspects of the, an, an earlier version of the reg, of the moon goddess,
2: yeah, well, that's what the Lunas say, and we know they are right.
1: Well, but We you know the the Lunas are also just <laughs> they,
2: they would never well. deceive us. No.
0: all <laughs> <laughs> badgy. I mean, yeah, it's, it's,
2: uh, they, they knew which parts were garbage, so they would never deceive us. <laughs> we
0: we know but we know how well, to handle uh, we know how to handle this gun. We have the safety uh, safety measures in place. Surely, if
1: they understood and they were illuminated, they understood chaos was was could be could be could be put to use. They would just assemble them from whatever parts they found, because it doesn't matter if he's part chaotic. If it doesn't matter if, if they assemble parts of ISIL or include parts of the Kabaji because they have this cosmic understanding that chaos isn't an inherently bad thing.
2: That is mm-hmm. vile slender and probably true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my. So, it's getting late, so we should probably stop talking nonsense.
1: I've i I've, I've, I've found it very very informative. I found it really illuminating. Oh ho ho ho! Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, hopefully hopefully the listeners uh, got something useful out of all this ranting. If you know, if they don't, it's because they need to roll in illum- illumination again uh, next sacred time.
1: I, I can already hear Nick Brook shouting at his computer. <laughs> 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 you can cut that bit out.
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, thank you, Bud, for coming on the show and yeah, uh, no spending problem, the time. Pleasure. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Fun, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you tell once again where people can find you on the interwebs? On
1: Twitter, I'm uh, at Bud's RPG Review. On YouTube, I'm at Bud's RPG Review.
0: Um, I, I, the, I sense a trend.
1: <laughs> well, I'm about to break that trend. That trend, trend. I'm about to break that trend. <laughs> in that the, the podcast I have with Griff is Bud and Griff's Gaming Creep Show, and it's fairly new. We've, we haven't started it that long, but um, we're enjoying doing it as it stands. Um, yeah, I do all sorts of reviews. I do deep dives. I mean, I did. I mean, you're a supporter of mine, as you know, and I've done 16 mm-hmm. part deep dive on Masks and I'll of mm-hmm. breaking. Yep. I, I enjoy breaking campaigns down into the the smallest bits and explaining how it all fits together. Yeah. Um. And you'll find my platinum selling scenario, Call of Cthulhu scenario viral on Drive Through Please buy yep. it. I want to go to I want to go to GenCon next year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, you know, people should uh, should get viral. It was fun uh, when I uh, played it with you. Playtested it. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and people should play Call of Cthulhu anyway. It's actually it's better than Run Quest. It is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's easier and it's not as bogged down by law.
2: Yep. Um, yeah, Um there, yeah. there are places in Glorantha where you will find a big uh, marine uh, octopus hiding beneath an island,
0: which sounds strangely like Ponape. Oh, really? Of course. Did, did Sandy you, yeah. did, did Sandy Peterson put this in Glorantha? Uh, Jeff
2: Richard did. Really? For, for, as in the guide.
0: Oh, okay. No, weird. So
1: a, a, gi- a giant walrus. Does this giant waltopus yeah. sleep? In, the, in, in the East
0: Isles, yeah. Uh, uh, and he, he, he sends city? dreams, right.
1: <laughs> in, in this argument, Niall Athertep <laughs> is, is Kabadji. Possibly. Mm,
0: yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to write a campaign called The Masks of Kabadji. It's going to be great yeah def do it no anyway thank you bud and uh... <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of the God Learners our website is godlearners.com where you can find episodes newsletters and articles about Glorantha reach us via email at collective at or via twitter or facebook at the God Learners for any questions or feedback We are the god-learners, question everything to the void and beyond. (laughs) Uh, Let's stop recording. (laughs) This is becoming nonsense.